Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. When you hear phone numbers, please do not call. I'm out to make it 71-53 with 5.19 to go. Bramhill. handoff off up top to Rollins. Rollins not a pearl. Pearl back to Rollins. 13 to shoot. Rollins to the elbow left side. Jump shot up in the air. No good. Rebound. By James Gordon. Up ahead to Kareem. Ball knocked out of bounds by Rollins. It'll stay with the Warriors with 4.59 to go. Yeah, that'll be an over in the back call on Wayne State. Braylon, I thought, touched it, but it shouldn't. It still shouldn't be over and back because Wayne State had an established position in the forecourt because of the inbound. So the referees talk about it and they get the call right. Marshall inbound it to Braylon. Eighteen to shoot for Marshall left side. And Antonio had that basket early in the game. Hasn't scored since. Marshall into the paint off the window. It's good. You well, must have heard me. Sixteen point game. Seventy one fifty five with four thirty eight to go. Pangborn. Top nine is Joe Bear. Now Rollins. Pearl back to Bram Hill. Now Pangborn. Ten to shoot. We got a foul coming up on Wayne State. And the foul on Antonio Marshall, I believe, and that's number five on Antonio. He's going to be fouled out with four points this afternoon. Didn't even see what he did earlier. It was away from the ball. Pearl will shoot one in the bonus. Antonio will check out once David Greer puts somebody into the game. And it will be Keelan Grant coming in. Chapman will come back in for... Bramhill. See if Bramhill gets the rest of the afternoon off. Free throw by Pearl is short. He won't get a second. Rebound by Kareem Murray. 71 55, 16 point Davenport lead. LJ deep three from the left side's in the air. No good. Rebound by Pearl under the basket. Still 
Davenport team will host Northwood on Thursday night. That's their final home game of the year. That's why they did senior day today because it was their last Saturday home game. Northwood a hot team as well. As they've moved into a tie for fifth place in the league. Rollins with a step back jumper at the free throw line. It's good. He's got 11. It's 73-55 with 3.40 to go. Neely the other way got fouled by Rollins on the floor. Wayne State will inbound when we come back from the final media timeout of the afternoon. 3.35 to play. Davenport 73, Wayne State 55. You're listening to Warriors basketball on the Patriots. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. to call area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air bible talk with pastor emory moss following of course the great the dynamic the ever ready and ever knowledgeable daryl wood with that program one run to win don't miss it and then since i'm right after him don't miss this either so we appreciate all you listeners and uh, you know what day it is it is let me see monday yeah that is the night of our Monday night Bible study, which we don't want you to miss at Strictly Biblical. Uh, it starts at uh, 7 o'clock immediately after this radio program, by the way. Uh, but also at the same time, this is Open Air Monday. Your turn, your time to call with any Bible question that you have. That's right. Any question about the Bible, about the Word of God, about theology, about Christian living. You know, I make it my business to, to stay away from challenges on this particular day to leave it wide open for you to call with any questions you have about something past, present, or future, and all things theological. All you've got to do is as easy as this. Pick up that phone and dial area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, and you'll be on the air, Pastor Moss, here on the Bible Talk program. Uh, with any question you have, any comment you have, anything you want to talk about, as long as it's B.I. Biblical, it's welcome on this particular program. Just give us a call. That number again, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, one of our lines are, is full right now, but the other ones are still wide open, so you can call that number, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss on this, a wide open, by the way, wide open air Monday. We are ready for you. Let's go to Pontiac and talk to uh, Gary. Hello, Gary. Uh, yes, thank, thanks for your program. I hope you enjoyed your, um, your Sunday services now. Uh, I have um, a question about Matthew nineteen twenty-seven through 30. Okay, Matthew nineteen twenty-seven through 30, okay? Yeah, if you can read that. All right. Where it says, uh, in fact, I'll start at verse 28. 
And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that you which have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, you also shall sit upon the twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And every one that hath forsaken houses, or brethren, or sisters, or fathers, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my name's sake, shall receive a hundredfold, and shall inherit everlasting life. Yeah. Jesus said a lot, didn't he, Gary? Yes, but what it is in minor times, a lot of people say they're Christians, and it seems that in Jesus' teaching, he mm-hmm. said first you had become his disciple. Well, is that right? Yeah, well, here, but is that what 28 and 29 are talking about, Gary? These verses no, that I just is, read? Well, what this is, the Lord saying, if you're a real believer, you'll give your all to him. Well, I'm talking and about, what, but, but Gary, I'm asking, you asked me to read, and I, and I did exactly very yeah. humbly as you asked. I read Matthew chapter 19, verse 28 to 29. So what are those two verses talking about? Just those verses. You're, you're saying something that's not really dealing with those verses. What well, are those two verses well, talking Jesus about? Well, Jesus is talking about those that, first of all, Peter said he had first taken on. The Lord is teaching that those that have forsaken all, the um They'll forsake houses, their brother and their sisters, their father. Everybody goes through individual things in life. Mm-hmm. That uh, I believe there's two crosses. One but but you're talking, but, but Gary, once right. again, I, I'm, try, I'm trying, I'm trying uh, to get you to focus just on the scriptures that we read. See, I, I'm glad to talk to you, but you, you had me read 28. This is what it says. Verily I say unto you, that you which have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, you also shall sit upon twelve tribes, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. What does that mean, Gary? That's what you had me to read. I read it. The audience, the listening oh, yeah. audience, the wants to know what does that mean. Set up his king upon earth uh, during the thousand-year reign. I believe this fulfills that. Very good. Right, Very good. So I'm, yeah, and, and, and in fact, I could give you an applause. That is what this means. But, you see, it's very interesting when you give a scripture and then jump to something else. That just is, you know, but you got well, it right, right. That's exactly what, well, uh, even, even there, he's basically here saying the same thing. He's backing up what he said in 28, where he says, And everyone that hath forsaken houses or brethren or sisters or fathers or mother or wife or children or land for my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. In other words, he's saying that in order to get into the kingdom of heaven, it involves sacrificial uh, kind of giving on all of us. So that's what the real oh. meaning of that is, Gary, and I appreciate you bringing it to us. And when you give a verse of Scripture, we can't be cheated, Gary. we got to go into the one that you gave. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Let's go to Ronald in Detroit. Hello, Ronald. Good, good evening. How you doing? Real good, sir. How are you? Okay. I had a lot of preachers say that... Uh, and tithes and offerings, you just get blessed by the by the offerings. How where where, where did they get that from? Well, did they get blessed by the offerings? Then you only can get blessed by the offerings. Oh, that you, oh, that you only can get you, you, don't, you don't get blessed by paying your tithes. You only get best blessed by the offering. You don't get pay, uh, uh, you don't get blessed by paying your tithes. Right. That's what they said. Well, I don't know where they get it from, but certainly it's not in the Bible. Uh, God will bless. Yeah. Uh, in fact, he blesses us when we give. He also blesses us when we don't give. So, uh, no, I don't know where you have to ask them. When the, in other words, I can never answer something that someone else has has affirmed. You have to get that from them. Yeah, I just want to know, have you ever seen that in the Bible? That's what I want to know. Oh, the Bible talks about in terms of God uh, blessing us, but not in the sense uh, uh, in, in in which they're saying it. 
In other words, yeah. uh, definitely uh, God talked about blessing Israel over in Malachi when they paid the, the tithe. But what he meant was it was a tax that the whole nation had to pay uh, until God would take care of them. Uh, so uh, that is so God will bless. But definitely we need to realize we're breathing air, we're eating, we're walking, we have our health. God has been blessing us before we ever give him anything or ever gave him anything at all, right? That's true. So therefore, That's if, they, true. if they are saying that, then they have to, they have to be the ones to, uh, to show you. Many go to Luke chapter 6 and verse 38, where it says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you met with all, it shall be measured to you again. So God does uh, say he will bless us if we give. But I tell you what, though, we really should never give just to get from God. We should give to God out of love because we want to. But so uh, so there's truth to it, but it's it's just oversold by many many uh, preachers uh, in the church, Ronald. Right. Well, you have a good good evening. I enjoy your broadcast. Well, I en- I enjoy you, and I enjoy your questions. Thank you for calling. That number to call area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, you might be having a little trouble getting in, but we do have one line. I can see it. It's wide open, and so it's open for you. Right now, we've got Mark, we've got Michael, we've got Dee on the line. We want to get to all three of you, and we're going to go right now to Michael in Detroit to see what he has to talk about on Bible Talk. Hello? Yes, sir. Turn your radio down just a bit. Okay. Yes, sir. What is on your mind? Yes, um, say this to you. You asked a lot of questions. Uh, Definitely, God told us to love our enemies, but when God said love our enemies, when Jesus says that over in Matthew chapter 5, he didn't mean talking about us having uh, all kind of mushy feelings about them. He said, in other words, uh, loving your enemies is feeding them if they need to be fed, taking care of them, and praying for them, okay? So so that's something that we can do. In terms of of the the Bible, uh, I don't think that God is uh, going to criticize you uh, for how much that you read, it's that you read the Bible, which is the thing. He's not saying you got to read a whole book or, uh, or you know, the whole chapter, a month or a year. But what we should realize, what happens is you, you hurt yourself if you don't read the scriptures, because it says in Psalms 119 and verse 9, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking, taking heed thereof according to my word? Okay? Then with my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. So that tells us that we should be reading the word of God uh, day and night if we can. But definitely uh, you you just get a plan. Uh, Some people read a a passage a a day. Uh, Some people have a year plan. Just get a plan of regular Bible reading, my friend, and follow it. Yeah, I I need help with that because it's hard for me to do that. Um, 
I've been trying to read and, and apply it at the same time, but uh, I'm always running back to the Bible each and every hour of the day, and I never take time to just meditate on those scriptures that I read. And I just keep uh, rushing back to the Bible every time. Well, that's all right. I'm glad you're rushing back to the Bible. That's the same thing I do. <laughs> so there's no problem in that. Keep rushing back to it. God wouldn't tell you to do something that you cannot do. So, right. yeah, so that that's no problem. But, uh, but as long as you're reading the Word of God and meditating on it uh, day and night, then, friend, uh, friend you're going to be okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for your call. You too. All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, nothing uh, can impress you more than reading the uh, reading the Word of God than to have it applied in your life and uh, and and uh, and applied to your situations. Reading the Word of God is a real, real blessing. All right, let's go to D in Sterling Heights. Hello, D. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Just great. Just great. Well, I hope you can hear me well because I am at work and it's a factory. Yeah, I do. I hear oh. you pretty well. Okay. Well, I have a question. Um. Saturday morning, I know it's a rerun, but I was listening to it on my way to work to your show, and you were talking about uh, Revelation 20, and uh, you were talking about Satan being bound for a thousand years. Right. And you want you, the question was, I can't remember all of it, it was why was Satan bound for a thousand years, and the beast and someone else uh, put into the hell. And a lady called in, and she gave another scripture. I don't know if it was Ezekiel or Isaiah. But he was saying something to the effect that the descendants of those left on earth would have children, and then their children, would, some of them would be bad, then others would have the chance to accept Christ. What scripture was that? Well, what, what scripture is that? Yes. Yeah, well, what we're talking about is this. Over in Revelation chapter 20, what we see happening, Dean, uh, is... Uh, it says in uh, this is Revelation chapter 20 in verse one, I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the, the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. After that, he must be loosed a little season. All right. Then after that, we know this is talking about. Uh, in chapter uh, 19 and 20, where Jesus Christ comes back to the earth to set up his kingdom for a thousand years, right? Okay. Okay, so what happens now, remember, when Jesus comes back, he comes back with the saints, okay, because they were raptured, either pre-trib or mid-trib, the views are different there, but he comes back with the saints uh, in resurrected bodies to rule on the earth with him, but remember, when he comes to earth, he uh, comes against uh, the, uh, he's going to judge the world. He's going to come against the nations that have attacked Israel and come against the Antichrist. Now, there will be Christians who survived and did not, who got saved, uh, D, during the tribulation period and refused to take the mark of the beast. Okay? They will okay. enter into the millennium when Jesus, com- when he comes back and judges. They will be in natural bodies. Okay? They will still be able to be on the earth and reproduce and have children. Okay? Those children are the ones that uh, some of them will be good, but towards the, let's say, the end of the 1,000-year reign, some of them will turn away from Christ. And that is when Satan will be loosed out of the bottomless pit to try to cause them to have one uh, great uprising, one last uprising against God. Okay. Okay, but uh, there was a caller, and she gave another scripture where it said, 
uh, those left on earth, their children would have a chance. And what scripture was that? Because I admit that I had to get out and go to work. But actually, it wasn't a specific scripture. It's just okay. the, the idea that when Jesus comes to the earth, right? He comes to the earth uh, at the end of the uh, at the end of the uh, the tribulation period to stop uh, the the enemies of Israel from attacking Israel and destroying his people. He sets up his kingdom at that time. There will be believers on the earth who got saved. They're still in natural bodies. They're going to be able to have children and reproduce during that time. Okay, And so, therefore, when Satan is released, he'll be able to, uh, to work with some of those kids who do not have the same belief that their parents had in Jesus. Okay. Okay, but those of us who are saved... We're going when Jesus comes back. Absol- Absolutely. And I'm saying pre-trib. Now, there's some who disagree, Dee. Pre-trib. I'm looking for pre-trib, uh, at least mid-trib. But uh, but uh, we've got some folks that are post-tribbers out there. And I don't want to make them angry. Jesus said, I come back as a thief in the night. So we just got to hold on and see. All right. Well, praise the Lord. Thank okay. you very much. Thank you, Dee. Appreciate it very much. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss on an open air Monday. Your time to call with any question you want about the Word of God. Uh, looks like I have a little time before I take a break. The, the, my technician is saying, go ahead, go ahead. So we are. We have three lines open, and he's ready to work. Uh, hopefully you are with your Bible or theology question, just as Mark in Romulus. Going to talk to Mark in Romulus. How are you doing, Mark? Good, Pastor Moss. Uh, always a blessing talking to you, and thanks for your program. Thank you. Uh, I have uh, basically a two-part question, but um, Scripture says um, that Satan, uh, prince of the power of the air, uh, deceiveth the whole world. Okay, and um, I know they consider him the god of, of this world system for those who um, who are not saved. So deception. Uh, I was just I was talking to some people, and I'm trying to figure out. We were trying to figure out are all of these uh, technological advances uh, a form of deception? And, and what I mean by that, I mean like you know, there's a lot of things. Even going to the internet, uh, you know. Uh, the, all the different programs that come on, these different TV shows. If I see, so we're basically trying to determine uh, where, how do we know where deception ends and truth begins? And what I mean by that is, if I see a pastor preaching over in Europe, okay, but all I can do is see it from some form of medium, be it uh, a social network channel, uh, actual TV channel, uh, a particular broadcast. How do I really know if that really took place and that what that particular individual pastor is saying, actually said what is being portrayed to be said? That's, that's basically the part of it. Then I, I'll hear your response on that. Then I'm going to tell you why I bring, we bring up deception. Well, that, that would be interesting to me because of the fact that if, if I'm listening to him, uh, you know, even though it's being broadcast from anywhere, even from Mars, if I'm listening to him, it's easy to, with an open Bible, it's easy for me to tell whether what he's saying is right or wrong. So I, I don't see how I, okay. why that would pose a logical problem. Yeah, no, okay, so, so uh, okay, and I'm with you on that, but I guess, I guess the, the part we were trying to figure out is how do we know that that individual actually did that? How do we know that that's not actually, you know what I'm saying? It's like... Um, uh, he never was really there. I, I, I wouldn't. Well, to be honest with you, I wouldn't care. 
All, I'm, all I care about is the word that is being preached forth. If the word is based on the Bible, then I'm fine with it. Why would I question that? All, I, all I've got is just, I'm, I'm just listening to his message. In other words, I don't have to try to prove that. I don't have to uh, try to prove everything technological. I don't. If I think if I tried to do that, I'd be in trouble. One thing I can do with an open Bible is judge any message that comes from me from any person who is say, uh, saying they're preaching the Bible. Yeah, and I, I just use that example. Maybe what I should have used was fake news and, and, and nothing related to the Bible. When you see a particular uh, news broadcast, how do you know that that broadcast actually took place in that particular location? Well, no, what, what the question that we're at really asking is this, whether or not what is broadcasted is true or false. That's what it's all about, not where it's broadcasted from, but is the information true or false? And one thing that's good, you can always check it out. Because if it is false, someone else is going to give you a different side of it. And so everything turns upon uh, logic and evidence. What is the evidence okay. for the view that people are uh, giving you? I never I never take anything for granted. I read books, but they better give source material. When they start quoting facts, I look to see where they get their facts from. It's not a hard job. Okay. But it's just okay. that many people so, are so, so lazy, they just accept anything they hear. That's true. So I ask that to say, does the Bible speak anything about time travel? Because no, no, the Bible does not. The Bible doesn't talk anything oh. about any time travel. The Bible predicts okay, the future, so it, but it doesn't talk about time travel, Mark. Is time travel a deception, and that's what we wanted to know. No, I don't, I don't think that, no. Right now, I, I haven't heard of anybody who says that we can, uh, has ever got involved in time, time travel. Have you ever heard of anything of anybody going back in time or ahead in time? I, I, yeah, and that's, and that's the part we were trying to make sure we're not being deceived because, yes, there are scientists who, who? do uh, – I'm sorry? Who? Uh, which scientists are talking about going back in time or going uh, forward? They, they may not – yeah, they, 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 yeah, they say uh, back and forth. Who? Uh, Tell me what. Which scientists? Give me the names of those scientists. I'd like to research that. Okay. okay. I, um, I just got—we came across an article on something called a wormhole. Okay, well, a, a uh, wormhole. That, okay, but, but actually yeah. give me the evidence of—because uh, a wormhole hole isn't talking uh, that much about going back into the past, back to the 40s or 50s. It sounds like kind of movies do that, but you have to have evidence for that. So give me the name of those scientists okay. and call me back, Mark. Have an interesting discussion okay, with you. So, but you got to have facts. Sounds good. Okay, sir. Okay. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Yeah, that movie, remember? <laughs> Going back in time. <laughs> number to call, area code 866-423-9578. You'll be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. Peggy, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity, especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. For more information and to book your trip today, visit faithtalkdetroit.com and search keyword Alaska. Husbands long for their wives' respect. Dave Wilson explains what that looks like. 
appreciate who he is. Notice what he does. Affirm privately, affirm publicly. Well, let me tell you, we long for somebody to respect us. We'll hear how husbands and wives can demonstrate love for one another next time on Family Life Today with Dennis Rainey. Listen for Family Life Today, weekday mornings at 7.30. We're in Guatemala visiting a very poor community on the top of a mountain, and uh, I saw this little guy, Alberto, Luis Alberto. Uh, He is three years old, and I've got a grandson back at home who's coming up on a year and a half. And so just uh, watching this sweet little guy reminded me a lot of my grandson. And actually, he's about the same size as my grandson, who's half his age. And so I think that speaks to the significance, uh, the impact that lack of food and clean water has on these kids. Really just praying that some of you will feel God touching your heart to make a difference for children like Alberto. $80 food for your water for life for one child. For $320 one-time gift or $27 a month, you can provide that for an entire family through Food for the Poor. Don't you just want to make sure this little guy reaches his full God-given potential? I know I do. 855-849-4673, 855-849-4673, or online at faithtalkdetroit.com. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. This year marks 100 years since passage of the 19th Amendment giving women the right to vote. Saturday marks the 200th birthday of early suffragist Susan B. Anthony, who worked tirelessly for the rights of women. What many people don't realize is early advocates of women's rights were staunchly pro-life. A quote attributed to Anthony said abortion will burden her conscience in life, it will burden her soul in death. And she referred to abortionists as child murderers. Now compare that with modern-day feminists who advocate for abortion on demand throughout pregnancy. For example, Paige Alexandria recently wrote a column defending a friend who had two abortions in three months. Real feminists don't kill babies. For more information, visit our website at lifeissues.org. And stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. Area code 866-423-9578. We're going back in time with our technician with this music today. I love him. He's colorful with that music. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the Bible Talk program with your questions, just as Braun is doing now, because it is Open Air Monday. Hello, Braun. How you doing? How you doing, Pastor? Good. Okay, Pastor, today my question comes from Isaiah 28. Isaiah 28. Uh-huh. I would say verse, uh, I don't know, maybe 7. But it, I, actually, I want the, the meat comes from 9 and 10, I guess, 8, 9, and 10 probably. Okay. Which I don't know up. if it starts at 7. All right, well, I'll, I'll read 7. I'm right there for you. Okay. Isaiah 26 and 7. The way of the no, 28. 28, Pastor. Oh, 28 and 7, okay. Which says, but they also have erred through wine and through strong drink are out of the way. The priests and the prophet have erred through strong drink. They are shallowed up of wine or swallowed up of wine. They are out of the way through strong drink. They're, they err in vision. They stumble in judgment. 
for all the tables are full of vomit and filthiness, so there's no place to clean. Wow. What a description. All right. So what's your question about that? No, 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 no. I, I wanted to go down to verse, uh, actually it's verse 10. Oh, 10. All right. Really looking at. Yeah, where it says, uh, verse 9, whom shall he teach knowledge and whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. In other words, staying away from that wine, right? Then verse 10, for precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, upon line, here a little and there a little. For with stammering well, lips and another tongue will he speak to this people. Well, well my question is that I heard, a, like, a, like when I was in uh, another church, they were always saying that, you know, we must... Uh, uh, you know, teach line upon line, precept upon precept. I want to know what does this really mean? Well, the truth is that should be taught that way. It should be line upon line and precept upon precept, uh, which is something that you can't do if you're drunk. <laughs> so I guess, so the verses reading up to it kind of let us know where we're going. But then what it does say is because of the drunkenness of these prophets, because of their waywardness, their uh, absolutely ungodly behavior. They, these guys are uh, not really prophets of God if they're, if they're doing all this. Um, he, judgment comes. And he says in verse 11, for with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people. Uh, a lot of times what that refers to is, remember, all the enemies that came to uh, attack uh, I Israel, they spoke different languages. They didn't speak Hebrew. So he's, it's kind of there mentioning the judgment that comes when you do not obey the voice of God. Okay, Pastor, that's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> well, Ron, I thank you for be that exact question that you asked. Okay, well, if there's nobody else online, I got one more question. Go ahead. They're online, but shoot, ask your question. Okay, okay, Isaiah Isaiah uh, 1. What? Uh, okay, I think it, Isaiah 1, I think it's 16 to 17. Isaiah 1. Okay, 16 to 17? I love to hear those pages yeah. turning in that Bible. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 1, 16, where it says... Isaiah 1 and 16, wash you, make you clean, put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes, cease to do evil, learn to do well, seek judgment, relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plead for the widow. Yeah. Okay, and then verse 18. Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they will be as white as snow. Though they be like crimson, they shall be as wool. Okay, when God says, come now, let us reason together, what is he, what is he saying there? Well, he wants to reason with them concerning their sin. He wants to help them, okay? Uh, in fact, that's what happens when we read the Bible, isn't it? Where we're reasoning with God. We're looking at his word, and uh, he's telling us what we should do, and we're, <laughs> and we're uh, reasoning uh, in our mind to, to do those things and challenging why we're not. So God wants to do that. That's a part of the, uh, let us say, the cleansing process of man is reasoning with God from his word. Right. So, so that way when you're reading the word of God, it just convicts you of of your oh, abs absolutely. I don't have yeah. to. You know that already, just like I do. Right. <laughs> it tears, right. tears us up, huh? We'll be reading yeah, then, have yeah. to get up and go get a drink of water and pray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you, Pastor. Okay, thank you. Good question, Braun. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Peggy, Joyce, Katie, don't go anywhere. You're going to be, you're locked in for this program, and we still have one open line, and uh, so work our technician, so he keeps working. Give us a call. There you go. Area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Peggy in Redford. Hello, Peggy. Hi. Hi, Pastor. Um, I, well, 
I was, um, you know, I turned down when the lady was um, talking about the, the um, tribulation and stuff. Right. And doesn't it say somewhere in um, Thessalonians, though, that once uh, Christians are raptured, that God is going to cause a great uh, delusion so that people that are left here might may not be able to believe because... They didn't believe before. Well, I'll say one thing, Peggy girl. You know your Bible. That Peggy don't play. <laughs> all right? Because when you're getting when you're getting back into Second Thessalonians, child, you've been doing some Bible reading. So yeah, what uh what you're what you're saying uh has some merit to it, but let's look at it now. Let's look at this. If we go to um uh and we look at First Thessalonians for, uh, first of all, in um chapter fourteen. Now this is where we see the rapture, right? Where yeah. doesn't tell us when it's going to take place. Uh, we have some uh, some good biblical theories about it, but it says here in First uh, Thessalonians uh, four fourteen. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Now that's the rapture, okay, pure and simple, being talked about in First Thessalonians uh, chapter uh, uh, 4. Verse 14 to 17. Now, you've got us over in 2 Thessalonians in chapter 2, where it talks about the Antichrist, right? Right. Where it says, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God. That's what he does. Or is worshipped so that he, as God, this is what he's going to do, sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Okay. Then he writes, remember you not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And then he says, Paul says, and now you know what withholds, or something's holding it back, that's the Holy Spirit, holding back the revealing of the Antichrist, that he might be revealed in this time. Then, verse 2, for the mystery of iniquity doth already work, only he who now prevents him will prevent until he be taken out of the way. Here's where you come in. Then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his comings. Now watch, Peggy, watch what it says. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. You're exactly right. The Antichrist will be able to do uh, miraculous wonders, but they will all come from the devil. Then it says, and here's where, where you're making your point at verse 10. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth. Well, Peggy, of course there are going to be some who will follow the Antichrist and will do exactly what he says. But at the same token, we know that there will be some who don't. That's why he has to have the mark of the beast. Those who do not take his mark, his number of his name, are killed. Okay. Now, those, tar the, those targeted for that will be Christians. So in other words, in answer to your question, no, all Christians, not all Christians will be deceived. I don't think any Christian will. Uh, the people who are going to be deceived are not Christians. Christians are going to hold out uh, with the penalty of losing their life for Jesus. So definitely, there will be Christians who will not be deceived by the strong delusion. Okay. And, right. and to be honest with you, Peggy, there's a strong delusion. It's not as strong as what's coming, but there's delusional stuff out there already. And oh, yet, I know. Yeah. I know. All kinds of crazy yeah. doctrines are being taught. But still, the church triumphant. There always is an elect body of Christ following what Jesus has said. Yeah. Praise the Lord. 
God bless you, Pastor. God bless you. Thank you for that great, great question. All right. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to go to the truck driver. I guess he's on the road. Jerry, we done caught up with you, man. What you need? Yeah, uh, Auburn Hill had to make a pickup here. I'm from southern Wisconsin, but my sister in Florida uh, is uh, taking a turn for the worse. She had a tumor removed about three weeks ago. She had brain cancer, and uh, we thought everything was looking pretty good, and we just got the word yesterday from her husband down there that uh, she's uh, taken a turn for the worse. She's got hemorrhaging, bleeding, and they're having a hard time stopping it, and she's had a a very good uh, uh, hospital there that's affiliated with Duke University Cancer Research Center. So she's in a very qualified uh, cancer center there in Vero Beach, Beach, Florida. We all grew up on a farm, and we're all raised Christian, and we know that uh, uh, God's, uh, uh, we don't understand God's plan sometimes, uh, but we do, and she understands it, that you know, if the good Lord isn't doesn't save her life, uh, at least she'll be in heaven where there'll be no pain. And uh, so we're just praying that the God, the good Lord, would stop the the bleeding. And we know that He can say bleeding stop, hemorrhaging stop, and uh, cancer stop uh, growing. And and that can happen. We, what, we what's, all know. What's her name, Jerry? What is her name? Uh, her 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 name is Joanne Hill. Joanne, we're gonna pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, all of us, all of us Christians in the listening audience who are listening to this program right now, we pray for Joanne, that you'd come against the cancer, that you'd stop the bleeding. Father, we ask that you would give her many days, touch her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. And Father, we know that you are the one in control. It's not least she go to heaven. Goodness, going to heaven could be the greatest thing that any of us could ever do. But yet she'd be missed here. And there's still things she can do here to bless you and bless your people. We ask that you heal her, restore her, touch her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet with your Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, thanks for thank, calling, thank buddy. You. Thank you very much. All right. I keep your, you whenever I get over here. I appreciate it. Thank you very, very much. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. I like people. It's why I got into HR. And I like liking people. So even when Kate drops a thousand resumes on my desk or when three new hires start on the same day, I don't stress. I've got it covered with Bamboo HR, the easy-to-use HR software platform that makes it easy to manage our people data so I can focus on people and not on processes. For hiring, Bamboo HR's applicant tracking software keeps us ahead of the competition by making it simple to evaluate and hire the best applicants. And automated onboarding tools means less forms and more time to create better first days. Plus, simple tracking for employee work hours, paid time off and benefits, along with world-class employee performance and appraisal software. Add it all up, and no matter what the day brings, I still really, really like people. Sign up for a free trial at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. BambooHR.com slash HR. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. 
Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Our campaign to bring life-saving food and water to suffering families in Guatemala continues here on FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. My name is Todd. I'm with Food for the Poor. When we started our campaign in January, we had a list of about 52 families desperate for life-saving food and water. And so far, you've responded beautifully. So many people giving gifts of all different sizes. So far, about 21 families have had that miracle of food and water provided. But we are not done yet, and you are still needed. 32 families remain on our list. Incredibly, just a $27 monthly gift can provide one suffering family, a family of four, with food for a year and water for life. Comes through a local pastor, local feeding ministry, so it's always wrapped in the gospel of Jesus. If you'd like to be a part of this, could you call right now and give your best gift? $27 a month feeds one family. 855-849-4673. Or you can give online at faithtalkdetroit.com. They say the best is yet to come. But to help make that true for your retirement, you need a plan. Start by tuning in to the Barnett Financial Hour with Rick Barnett every Saturday at 1. Rick helps simplify the retirement planning process. No technical terms or calculations, no product pushing, just the information you need for retirement. Don't miss the Barnett Financial Hour with Rick Barnett of Barnett Financial and Tax every Saturday at 1. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The recent drama in the Iowa caucuses ought to remind us of a broader concern with the reliability of our vote totals and thus the integrity of our democratic process. Of course, we've had questions about vote totals going back to the Florida fiasco in 2000, with a dramatic reminder from the Russian interference in our 2016 vote. But recent laws are raising new questions and increasing our vulnerabilities. California, my longtime home until 2016 and the most populous state in the nation, has an approach to voter registration that opens the door to manipulation, in part because that system assumes everyone will play by the rules. In the 2018 cycle, the Golden State legalized a tactic known as vote harvesting that ought to have raised the eyebrows of any honest observer. The danger to democracy is real. Voter data is all over the deep web. The question is looming. Can America or is America willing to genuinely safeguard the vote? I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. For those considering careers in politics and policy. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, a program that deals with hardcore biblical theology, apologetics, church history, anything on your mind, as long as it's biblical. Number to call here with your questions on Open Air Monday is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866 866- Four two three nine five seven eight. Let's go to Katie in Nova. Hello, Katie. Hi. Um, I had some information that might help some of the callers that called in tonight. Yes. And I was wondering if you would let me share it. You um, sure can. The one gentleman. Okay, great. Uh, someone shared this information with me um, when I was, and I'm still using it uh, to study the Bible. Was a life application Bible because uh-huh. it breaks it down in a way that's easy to apply to life. Right. Um. 
So that's helped me a lot. And I found a Bible study uh, reading plan. There's like different ones to choose from, from BibleStudyTools.com. You just go to the reading plans and it's got different ones broken out in different ways um, to help you get started. Well, you're right. And there's a lot of different uh, plans. In fact, my my wife had a wonderful experience where she was reading uh, like it was a chapter a day. And uh, you can finish the, the whole Bible in a year. And so definitely, uh, and people, in fact, uh, people need to do that. You're right. When you do physical exercise the same way, you get a day, you get a time, and you and it helps you to do it. So so thank you very much for that, and we appreciate it. Can I? Um, oh, you're very welcome. And they had it broken out in other ways, too, but um, there was a couple more things I wanted to comment on. Uh-huh. That man that just called in about the cancer, um, I just heard about uh, something called, there's like some nine docu-series uh, where they... Some people went across the world to interview cancer experts about cancer, and you can watch them for free. You just have to give them your email, and they'll keep sending you the next episode. Um, If you want to buy the series, you can at the end um, for a discount. Uh, But it's called truthaboutcancer.org. Okay. Um, I just watched it. I found it very fascinating. You can watch it for free. And then – that that guy that called in about the time traveler, I think I heard about that. Uh-huh. There was this, there, and I didn't watch it f- firsthand, and I don't intend to because I don't. It sounds a bit sketchy, but they were saying that there's this guy that claims he came back from the future. He's giving all of this um, information. Um, they're doing polygraph tests to test him to to show that he's not lying. But that might be what he's talking about. Could be. We'll just have to. Is, yeah, we just have to wait and see. Yeah. Because of but the evidence, you know, in other words, I have no trouble with evidence at all. But I'll tell you honestly, I doubt it because everybody would already well, be there. But uh, definitely, and, and then, you know, like I do, you just can't believe everything you see on that Internet. Some of it is very bogus. Right, and that's the thing is how are you supposed to prove something that hasn't taken place yet? Absolutely. So. Well, the only thing is they have to have ample evidence, you know. Got to show the evidence. Evidence logic. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Katie. Appreciate it. All right, no problem. Thanks. All right. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss. I'll tell you where a lot of time travel is going on, in the movies, but not in real life. We're going to go to Darlene. How you doing, Darlene? I'm blessed, Pastor. How you doing this evening? Just great. You all you all geek because you were a uh, scholar of the day the other day, you know. Yeah, I was, that's what I was calling about, about uh, the question you asked about uh, why God would lose Satan, I mean, put him in the bottle and said, then loose him for a thousand years. Mm-hmm. I've been learning a lot from your ministry, and I wanted to say God is, God is really using you in a mighty way because that was not the final battle. The final battle is going to be God and make God, and then you ask one of your church members, I forgot her name. That about the dispensation mm-hmm. period, um, about the millennium, yeah, right? Right. And and I wanted to say how good our God is in the name of Jesus. He's still gonna give us a chance to make it to the new heaven and the new earth. And that's what I wanted to say. Well, what happens, Jarlene, is uh, that you're 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 right in terms of looking at uh, what we what we're doing in the Bible is we're looking at God's history. Just like we study human history or German history or American history, the Bible is God's history, but it's more than a history book. It also is a book about the present and the future. And so what happens is God has time broken down into dispensations. We're in run right now, all right? We're in the dispensation of grace, dealing with the church. Uh, what happens, though, is then the tribulation period comes. Then, after that, Jesus comes to rule on the earth for a thousand years, but that's still, it's still not over. That's the final dispensation. 
Now, we know it's not over because of what you said, right? That there's still right. one rebellion. There's a rebellion that happens at the end of the 1,000-year reign. We see that in Revelation chapter 20 and verse 7, where it says in Revelation 20 and 7, And when the 1,000 years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison, that's the bottomless pit, and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, just as you said, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. So it's going to be a lot of them who oppose. It's amazing. I mean, it's fascinating that at the end of Jesus ruling for a thousand years, there still could be people left that want to rebel against him. That is awesome. But we see it. Yeah. Verse 9, they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about and the beloved city. And then the battle doesn't last but a second, seems like, says fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. And and the, the devil that deceived them then, after this, he was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. So because that's what happens. Gonna that's, a, it's going to still be a testing period. Now, it's like you're saying, like when you read James, when you go through the trials of tribulation, you're going to also have tests. Yeah. You're going to have tests and trials. Well, yeah, you're, you're exactly know, right. And that's what the millennium is. A, and, and, yes. and then, Darlene, and that's the last one. After the 1,000-year millennium, that's it. Then we get into Revelation 21, where it says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, and the first heaven and the first earth was passed away, and there was no more sea. After that, it's all done. No more dispensations. Uh, the choice that you've made is permanent. We'll be with the, our Lord Jesus Christ forever and ever in heaven, and there'll be other folks on earth. All right, I got I I really, I really, I, I really appreciate you, Pastor Moss, and your wife, your ministry. Let uh, God keep on using you in a mighty way for people. Because right. a lot of people don't understand Revelation and understand the Bible. Till you break it down, till you give me a chance, the Holy Spirit, let me dig through the Bible. <laughs> well, keep on digging, Darlene. That's what we want you to do. <laughs> keep on digging. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss on a very successful open air Monday. Why is it successful? Because you're calling in. You make this program. This is your, I don't have a challenge at all. But hey, tomorrow's coming. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. Steve, hang on. Don't go anywhere, Steve, because we'll be right back. This is WLQV Detroit, FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Faith Talk Detroit, a service of Salem Media Group. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. This year marks 100 years since passage of the 19th Amendment giving women the right to vote. Saturday marks the 200th birthday of early suffragist Susan B. Anthony, who worked tirelessly for the rights of women. What many people don't realize is early advocates of women's rights were staunchly pro-life. A quote attributed to Anthony said abortion will burden her conscience in life, it will burden her soul in death. And she referred to abortionists as child murderers. Now compare that with modern-day feminists who advocate for abortion on demand throughout pregnancy. For example, Paige Alexandria recently wrote a column defending a friend who had two abortions in three months. Real feminists don't kill babies. For more information, visit our website at lifeissues.org and stay informed. 
more informed than you've ever been. MotorCityHelpWanted.com salutes the employee of the month, the one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Uh, hey, Dave. Yeah, Mr. Employee of the Month, angry face, snoozy face. I've noticed you're using a lot of emojis and reports lately. Sure have. Smiley face, cat with hard eyes, thumbs up. Dave, they're just really hard to understand. What do you mean, confused face, thinky face? First, I don't think you're supposed to say them out loud like you do. That's what you think the other Daves love it, right, guys? Thumbs up! Smiley face! Those with tongue out! See? Okay, look. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-797-5868. 800-797-5868. That's 800-797-5868. I'm Tom Kitterman, and this is The View from Mars Hill. This week on Mars Hill, we're talking about a new movement many are calling the Great Awakening. This is not a religious revival, but a call for citizens to arm themselves with the real truth about the world we live in. There's an interesting similarity with the first Great Awakening. In the early 1700s, the Protestant churches here started making religion deeply personal to the average person, calling for an awareness of sin and the need for Christ. Instead of sermons literally read out of theological texts, preachers began giving the plain, unvarnished gospel, and many were saved. This caused a demand for religious liberty and paved the way for the American Revolution. If this Great Awakening is right and true, it may set the stage for an explosive reawakening of the need for justice, truth, and once again, religious liberty. Check out my YouTube channel. Do a channel search for The View from Mars Hill. This is WLQV. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.